This episode of MMA Nuts is brought to you by Nectar Sleep, the last mattress you'll ever need. Get free sheets, mattress protector, and pillows with code GWFIT. NordVPN, get advanced security, internet freedom, and complete privacy. Save 73% off the two-year plan plus four months free with code MMA Nuts. Watch out. From high-quality watches to elegant jewelry, save 35% off with code MMA35. Hungry Root. Enjoy eating healthy with weekly food delivery. Save 30% off, plus get a free gift with code MMA30. Defense Soap. Everyday soaps for everybody. Use code MMA Nuts to save 15% off your order. Hey fans, this is MMA Nuts, episode 596. <laughs> 596. My name's Ingo Weigold. Matt Griffith, MMA Show. Buy my fans, for my fans, walk the line between serious. And ridiculous. Strength of the fucking moonshine. Watch out, ladies. Good old 16 ounces of 180 proof, baby. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> fucking Everclear. That's right. Set shit on fire. Straight I tried to fireball with that. It didn't work, though. No? It was very windy out, so maybe it didn't work. But you can uh, pour it on your hand and light your hand on fire. Don't do uh, this at home, kids. No, don't tell people to do that. That's not good. <laughs> <laughs> Always make sure you have a bucket of water next to you. Yes. Agreed. Yep. Agreed. Yeah, I think I did that once on our show too. Very early on. You was did? Probably, yeah. It was one of those early shows that we did, probably in the teens. We were talking about this. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. But you also tape uh, 40s, you duct taped two 40s of malt whoop ass to your hands and drank that. Oh, yeah. That was interesting. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> Way to, back to, in the day. I had to Uber home that night. <laughs> I was uh, like, uh, I think I'm too messed up. I can't this do is it. a mess. <laughs> it's not good. Well, getting it off was hard. My hand, my poor hands. I have soft skin. So, That's right. That was painful. Yeah, dude, that was totally unnecessary, but funny as fuck. <laughs> I don't know. It just sounded like a good <laughs> idea. Yeah, why not? What the hell? Let's, let's make shit happen. It wouldn't work now because I'm like at, well, I guess I could do it at home, but then how would I use my keyboard? I'm right. Not sure. it, just, I'm not. it was just too much shit to get clicked. It's too know. much drama. Yes. Did you watch any pl- playoff uh, football this past weekend? Did you watch anything? I did. Watch the Bills lose again uh watch the cowboys lose and it was kind of funny because someone had tweeted out that you know san francisco 49ers have their third string quarterback and he won and they're going deeper in the playoffs so now that guy brock purdy he's got more wins to take their team to the playoffs than dak prescott and tony romo combined Wow. which is insane because <laughs> he has one <laughs> in his first you know what is this, his seventh game or some shit so yeah yeah it's been pretty exciting mostly you know yeah i'm excited to see who's gonna end up pulling it out i think this weekend will be good niners and eagles Bengals and chiefs yeah any, pred- any predictions since we're uh... i want the niners to go far because i like an underdog story yeah, and I'm kind of liking the Bengals. They were they were looking oh. good. Chiefs are tough though. I, I hope it's Eagles and Chiefs. I can't stand the freaking Bengals, but I, I don't know. I don't like Joe Burrow. I don't know why. I hear you. Just don't like him. Well, I I, I think that's like I don't like Mahomes. So, yeah. like they're both fucking really good, but it's just I don't know. It's the same thing. I just don't like them but i can appreciate the the fucking skill level it's pretty fucking good but absolutely it's like that's why we need bursts bursts Mm -hmm. next Next year year. you got damn right (laughs) (laughs) we're gonna fucking spend all the money we're gonna buy everybody we're gonna fucking buy us a goddamn championship ready that's right happen and then the black rocks the redskins tried to do that back in the what the 2000s early 2000s it did not work well for them well, so. don't the Yankees try to do that every year? I don't follow all the sports. I just know some teams, and I don't know if every sport has a fucking salary cap, but it seems like some leagues you can skirt the cap and overspend. I think basketball, they can fucking do whatever they want because it seems like anybody just says, hey, I want to be on that team with all my buddies and let's have a superstar team. And then they fucking have a way to do it somehow. But Yeah, there's no salary cap in baseball. So... <laughs> Actually, the Yankees, I was just Googling this. I thought it was the Yankees because it used to be them for the longest yeah. time, but it's no longer. I think the Dodgers and the Mets 
and the Yankees are all very close as far as spending. So, and our Chicago White Sox are up there too. They're close to 200 million in uh and what do we get? <laughs> do we do we win? No, well, we, we did. We went on World Series year. at some point. Yeah, last year we we uh, not last season, the season prior we did pretty good, but yeah. I don't know. Baseball has no cap. So, so the Yankees, uh, like those top teams are 260 yeah. million and like the bottom is like 40 million or something. Yeah. And that's probably why those guys are getting paid a kajillion dollars. Right. If there's no fucking caps, 200 million. Can you imagine that in like hockey or football, $200 million difference in team salaries that would never fly. Oh, it's, it's insane. Cause no. I think in hockey, I want to see the salary cap is, <sighs> maybe like 90 million it's not that much especially when you have like the blackhawks have kane and taze both at like 10 and a half million a season i'm like jesus mm-hmm. christ like that's a lot tied up plus you have seth jones making fucking like nine million a year or something crazy so yeah it's tough you have three guys that make up like 35 percent of your salary like you can't be good you need to, you got to spread that shit out more unless you have a generational guy. That's just like a Connor McDavid or some kind of stud, but even them, they, they struggle too, because you got a couple of good guys and they just can't put it together. It just happens like that. It's like uh, the Dallas Cowboys <laughs> pretty good, <laughs> but not quite good enough. Yep. These Don't... things happen in MMA. That's right. <laughs> Should we talk a little UFC 283? Yes. Uh, let's start with how pleasant are the Brazilian fans? They're so pleasant. They're rowdy, <laughs> man. They're like ready to kill everybody that's not kill Brazilian. this motherfucker. <laughs> Everyone must die. Yeah. And then they're like oh. hucking bottles and shit at people that win and they don't want to win and run out of the arena when people are retiring. So, yeah. I don't know. Well, let's start with uh, the main event and work our way back. Uh, Glover Teixeira, Jamal Hill. Yeah, I think too much athleticism uh, for Glover and Jamal's, you know, just, I mean, he put it on him. Glover had a little bit of success with a few takedowns and things, but never really did anything with it. And just, you know, too tough for his own good. I think they both ended up with broken noses. Um, I have a picture here of Glover in the hospital Yeah. after the fight. I don't know if you saw this lovely caricature right here. Yeah, I don't know if he looks like Mario or <laughs> Sario. I don't know what's happening Sario! there, but I mean, that's a lot of stuff. Hey. He's all banged up. Um, Obviously, Glover leaves his gloves. Glover leaves his gloves in the cage, says he's done with MMA. I mean, he's started late, came over here because of visa issues late, like in his 30s, right? And, yeah. Um, and then he set a bunch of records. I had no idea. So he did. Yeah. At light heavyweight. So he's got the 13. He's got the most finishes, uh, seven submission wins. That's the most 10 post fight bonuses and 953 significant strikes landed second most. Wow. That's pretty solid. ESPN. Yes. Uh, interesting. I almost forgot. Interesting stat I read about earlier today is that, Jamal Hill is the first UFC champion from Dana White's contender series, believe it or not. So that's wild. You would think there would, that's not true. Okay. Yeah, it is. Cause I'm thinking of the ultimate fighter show. So you got to separate those two out. Not the same, but it's, it's like, that's possible then, you know, two different things, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I gotta say, I mean, I was pretty impressed with him. I thought he looked really good, Jamal Hill. You know, I think the scoring, uh, very, very one-sided. Like, you know, <laughs> it was fifty forty-four <laughs> across the board. Yeah, and I think there was a point too where you know Glover's bleeding so much and the the blood spilling all over the commentators and Annex like, oh, I just got blood on my thumb. It's like, I'm never washing my hand again. And he's showing his cards, there's blood all over. And they were even talking about where's Hackleman because there's no way he would let this fight continue. And I, th- I think it was between round four and five where Hackleman yep. was there and they were talking about it too, or he's not the main guy uh, cornering. He's outside the octagon. And, like there was, 
some friction between like what are we doing here just fucking stop the fight right yeah there was no yeah. point yeah and i mean i think he chimed in like uh, can we stop this thing and no, and they were like yeah get away like don't let's go away yeah like <laughs> uh, but like what is he really gonna win like it's like yeah he had a little bit of success but I mean, he's a tough dude to stop the fight as his last fight. I get it. But, you know, look at what happened to some fighters. You know, they take these beatings, these brutal, brutal beatings. Yes. Junior Dos Santos. Yep. Um, I mean, it just it's just not good for your health. And especially at this age hmm. to take yeah. this kind of beating, it's not good. So, um, but, you know. No, and, and I thought he would have a better performance, too, being like, it's in Brazil. You're Brazilian. You know, typically they do pretty well over there. Mm -hmm. Not so much, man. No. And I don't even know. Hill is ranked, I think, number seven. And I think Glover was number two. Yep. But my question is, do you think Hill can even defend the belt? Like, it's one thing to win it, but do you think he can defend it? Because you're fighting Glover, who's obviously retiring, right? So, mm -hmm. you, you know, you're not getting the best that guy has ever been. So can Hill defend us and can he be champion for multiple defenses i mean here's the thing i want to say yes but the one thing i'll say is that he was super emotional after the fight um i think he were he's one of those he has like apparently has like six kids or something crazy so like it all depends on his mindset i think if he goes back to the gym and gets back to work i think he mm -hmm. has a chance to defend it but it could be if it's one of those i'm the champ now and i'm so happy to be the champ and you know you start to lose that edge because it's it's like coming up, you're hungry, right? You want it. And then when you get it, then how do you react to that? Like, are you happy and you're just relieved or you're like, now I want to hold on to it. So I don't know. I think he's got a lot of athletic, you know, skill. So I, I think he could hold his own. Um, but depends what's happening. Like, I don't know who's going to, who's he going to fight next? I don't even know. Like, well, here, here's a little congratulations from Yuri. <laughs> Congratulations. I'm coming. <laughs> I'm coming. Whoa. <laughs> He's That's coming, Ingo. <laughs> say to the ladies. <laughs> exactly. Uh, like, he's coming for you. It's, that might uh, be my new version of a dick pic. I'm just gonna send it. That's I'm, right. <laughs> I'm coming. I mean, yeah, yeah. You. Yeah, it I think it depends on who gets matched up with. Because obviously you're number seven. So seven to one is quite the jump. I'm not saying it's impossible, but again, when I watch these fights, I just I think about John Jones and his prime and, mm -hmm. and light heavyweight. <laughs> That's all I got. It's not going to work out well, but again, John's not there. So mm -mm. can he have some success? Maybe we'll see. I think it's a, a we'll, we'll see kind of deal. Yes. And then we go to the co-main event. I'm not going to talk about it. I didn't even. I, I Brandon I Moreno won. Don't yeah. give a shit. I hate yeah. this fucking weight class. I and then too. we have Gilbert Burns versus Neil Magny. And this is why I love that we have our own show. Because we're not to fucking talk about bullshit fights that we don't give a fuck about. Pie weight should not fight. Go fuck That's off and fight in some other league. I'm sorry. I literally fast forwarded. I, I don't yeah. no disrespect to the to the, the champion, uh, interim champion, whatever. But I'm just like I can't. It's the fourth time you guys fight, and I don't think I fucking even watched one of them. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. Like I've seen parts, obviously, but not the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, Gilbert Burns, Neil Magny. So I, I think it was Gilbert's wife is telling him like, "Don't bang it out." You gotta fucking take him down and get out of this early. And that's what pretty much happened. He got the takedown, eventually got mount, got an arm arm, arm triangle, triangle, and that yeah. was fucking it, man. Yep. So quick work. Quick yeah. work. But the fight I'm really interested to talk about the last two, the two fights that mm -hmm. opened the card. Like I think this women's fight fight, uh, Andras versus Murphy. Like, talk about a fight that should have been fucking stopped. Like, holy shit, Lauren Murphy took a lot of damage. Like, ridiculous. Andras just pieced her up from start to finish. Draw blood. Face is all messed up. Like, I'm like, somebody needs to... And after the first round, I was like, okay, give her a chance. After the second round, I'm like, somebody stop this thing. Like, dude. When she starts looking like the elephant man and or woman, you yeah. probably need to stop the fight. 
And I don't know, was that a conversation in our corner? I don't think there was any talk of that. No, no one said shit. Paul Felder was, or Josh Thompson was questioning the corner. Like, what the fuck are you guys doing? Because someone else even tweeted it out. It was Aaron Bronsister. He said, Murphy absorbed 161 significant head strikes. And then he said, in comparison, Whaley versus Joanna won. They absorbed a combined 192 significant head strikes over five rounds. So she took 161 herself. Like it was insane. Cause I don't, That's I nice. didn't look at the land percentage, but I want to say that it was probably 99% of what fucking Andrade threw fucking landed. Cause there was zero striking defense. None. I'm like well, what the, the face, f- the face was. The yeah. Defense. I just catch him with my face. I'm going to fucking tire you out lady. Homer yeah. Simpson. Haven't you seen him box? It's never happened. Andrade all, all day cardio, oh, yeah. just, just putting, putting work in. And yeah, I, I think even then the broadcast, Cormier was saying like if 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 all you're talking about is how tough somebody is after like three rounds it probably means they're getting the shit kicked out of them yeah, it's not it's, it's not, not a always thing. a good thing to be tough no it's tough if you can respond but when when you see it's so one-sided and I've I, the scorecard was 30 25 30 25 30 26 like so you're getting like a, two 10 eights from two of the judges and fucking a one from the other uh maybe that needs to go into where do we stop a fight because i wonder like i'd have to research it and see how many fights has a fighter lost two rounds 10-8 10-8 and then in a three-round fight come back and won the fight has it ever happened maybe frankie edgar did he come back gray maynard yeah the first one didn't he get knocked down like a hundred times? Yeah, like the first round. <laughs> it might have been a 10 6 or something. <laughs> I don't know. But there's probably something to that where if you're just getting your ass kicked, I'd say 99% of the time that person's not coming back. Yeah. And it's just, it's just like that fluke shot. Who who the fuck was it? Uh <sighs> you're thinking about um the heavyweight fight? No, I'm thinking about uh Korean zombie. And Yair Rodriguez, oh, yeah. like, he, he, he fucking elbows him last second. And there, yeah, there was another fight, I think a heavyweight fight where it's like last second, uh, Derek Lewis and fucking Russian guy. That's it. Yes. I can't remember that. Yes. And he that, just came back like of. last second fucking KO'd him. But again, it was where he's getting his ass kicked, ass kicked and boom. Like what the shit, man. So I would say maybe that's something they need to look into because here again, the corner is not throwing a fucking towel in fire safety. They're like, fuck off. But uh, you're, you're ending your fighter's career way early. Maybe you need to look at it from that standpoint of they're probably looking at, Oh, we can make an extra X amount of dollars. If she happens to pull out this hail Mary win, but why don't you look at the long road? Maybe she'll have three more fights if you stop that in round two. Yes. And so, yeah. look at the bigger picture than this fucking narrow window that everyone's getting sucked into. Or the judges, not the judges, but the ref needs to fucking step in there and say, this ain't going right. <laughs> this ain't going to turn around. Mm-hmm. Like, look at her fucking face. It's horribly disfigured. And especially for the women, like I have a harder time letting them take as much punishment as the men. And that's probably not the right way to look at it. But when I see a woman's face getting disfigured, I'm like, fuck, it's not good. Yep. And Jessica Andrade has an OnlyFans. I'm just saying. Oh, Jesus. Have you seen it? You don't want to see it. Hmm. I'm just saying, you don't want to see it. Sounds meaty, but but it's out there. <laughs> I'm up on these things and go, <laughs> I, I shouldn't be. Anyway, let's move, get, get out of uh, that. Get Johnny out of Walker, that. Paul Craig. Man, Johnny Walker. I I don't remember if I've ever seen a finish like that where somebody gets a kick caught and then KOs the guy that caught his kick. Has that? Do you remember that happening? Ever? No, no, but I, I remember when we were doing Muay Thai uh, sparring, and I remember someone caught my kick once, and I did the same thing, and I was just fucking was like right-handing because that's all you could reach with because it caught my right kick, and I'm like, well, what the fuck? All I could do is throw right hands. I'm like, oh, this is pretty effective, and then yeah. eventually I got my leg back. 
but yeah, yeah that was impressive because he was throwing like rights and then back fist and then right oh, and then yeah. back fist and he got him on the ground and he was like hammer 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 i'm like good for him and then you got reckless at the end of the fight and just doing the fucking caterpillar and mm-hmm. like, he didn't he blow out his shoulder once before yeah because he stuff? he dove into it the other time and then he uh. hit his shoulder on the mat this time he got smart and went to his knees first and then went into it because the last time he, he fucking saluted off and then fucking collapsed onto his shoulder. So, mm-hmm. and, I, and then the undercard, there were a bunch of great finishes on. And I wish I could show some of them, but we can't fucking show because there were some epic knockouts. The Almeida and Bonfin. Yeah. Uh, there were uh, two. Those brothers both had like good wins. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. And then you had Shogun lose and retire, unfortunately. Yeah, Ihor uh, got some backlash for celebrating after the fight, but, you know, I don't know. Yeah, and he tried to say, I was doing this duel thing with him, but I didn't shoot my gun at him. I shot it off in the air as a sign of respect. I'm like, fuck face. Just don't even celebrate. It's Shogun. You you shouldn't have. The fight's just disrespectful in the first place. It's just the same thing. Yeah, got to play cool. Yeah, yeah. So it's just tough, you know, watching all these guys. And I think I had a stat later that I'll pull up about um, who's still fighting in the UFC because it's like we've been watching this sport for a while. And, like, all these guys are fucking checking out now. And Shogun, he might only be 32. He's probably a little older, but he's got those pride years. And those pride Mm -hmm. years are like dog years. So. He's 41. Yeah. Know, but, but he's got like 42 fights, you know? So, and, yeah. and I think most of them have been wars. So they, they, yeah. they're, they're not like, you know, easy fights and Total. right. Like came over from pride back in like 2007. Man, remember yeah. when I was looking back at this record, the Forrest Griffin welcomed him in. And yeah. And I fucking him. picked Forrest Griffin to beat him. Cause I'm like, there's no way like you come over here. You gotta be clean or, mm-hmm somewhat clean <laughs> mm-hmm. and yeah i remember that fuck yeah he's had some wars man chuck liddell a bunch of times rampage Overeem. i mean he's fucking yeah him who's, who's, who's that really good one him and henderson where they had that fucking war dan henderson yep yeah five round war yep that was back in 2011 yeah i think they rematched too yeah it's it's fucked up because you get the we're watching you're, we're watching whole careers of people now, like mm-hmm. like people that started and, you know, we don't watch the Ultimate Fighter show that much anymore, but it was weird, you know, watching guys start on the Ultimate Fighter, get into the UFC and then fucking retire out or die, unfortunately, you know? Yeah. That's crazy. No, good. no bueno. Well, nope. shall we talk about our sponsors? Are y'all yep. good? Yep. You want me to go? You yeah, to go? go ahead. Little Manscaped. Right. Manscaped. Beard Hedger Pro. Um, breaking news, babies now sells. I'm sorry, baby, not babies. Manscaped now sells beard products. That's right. They are once you shave again, your baby down. In case you want you to shave, ba- we can't a say baby's that. beard. No, <laughs> I can shave my baby's beard. Don't shave any babies. They are once again revolutionizing men's grooming with the brand new Beard Hedger Pro Kit. From a beard trim right. to a fresh shave, the technology behind the Beard Hedger Pro Kit allows you to shape your signature beard look. Now you can finally use Manscaped products to make your drapes match your carpet by going to manscaped.com slash MMA nuts for 20% off and free shipping. That's right. Just got mine in the mm-hmm. mails today. I like this sweet case that this comes in. Ooh, that is got nice. the high tech. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I haven't opened mine yet. I'm planning to Razor. tomorrow. Ooh, it's got those one of those little adjustable like dial yeah. things on it. Oh, yeah. yeah. I forgot. Wait. I think it was up to 20. Wow. There's lots of things. I was 20. just saying. How, how, is it like four inches? <laughs> like, how do you shave a 20? Oh, my God. That's I don't know. Crazy. It looks very aggressive, but it's fucking sweet. I, I like it. And it's it's also, it's time to tame your mane. So no one likes a weird beard. I don't know. I like a weird beard sometimes, but depends where it's at. Uh, mm-hmm. So say goodbye to all your stubble and trouble with Manscaped's Pro Beard Kit. That's right. And you don't forget, you get 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com slash MMA nuts. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com slash MMA nuts. Manscaped, beard hedger, one stroke, one guard, 20 
ridiculous links. That's nice. One stroke. Just do it. And I'm done. Just be careful you don't put it on two instead of 20. That's could right. Ruin, could ruin so, your day. This might happen. <laughs> <laughs> this section might happen. Anyway, uh, let's talk about our sponsor, a little true classic. So end the old year with a new you and close. It'll give you confidence to tackle those 2023 resolutions. Thanks to our sponsor, True Classic. You'll have everything you need to hit the gym. Take it slow or treat yourself to something nice. Let's get snatched in 2023. Daddies, I'm talking to you. True Classic has already helped over 2 million men look great in their tees. And now you can save big while you do so. For a limited time only, you can get 25% off with code MMA25 at trueclassic.com. That's right. They offer tons of other menswear and they have a pack builder on their website where you can customize the bundle you want and save even more. True Classic also has a 100% risk-free guarantee with 30-day return policy. The response to these tees are overwhelmingly positive with over 200,000 five-star reviews. It's no wonder that these shirts are quickly becoming a men's go-to. I rock mine constantly, you know, the ladies can't keep their hands off no, every time I wear it. That's right. It's the like, softest. I have, to, I have to keep a bat with me, Matt. I'm just like, get away. Stop it. <laughs> I like to have a stick, and I call the stick the attitude adjuster, and I go. beat them off of me. Yes. That's uh, right. So, yeah, they're the softest T-shirts that I own, so I love these things. They're really so nice. Get, yeah. Yes. You get 25% off at trueclassic.com with code MMA25. That's 25% off. It's code MMA25. Plus, you can get free shipping on purchases over a hundred dollars new year new me new tees thanks to true classic mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and back to the show so power slap league ingo oh my god i, I watched you. the first episode uh let me just tell you <clears throat> did you get to see it first off i saw the highlights from it i have okay. a lot of comments and i saw okay. the, the 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 viewership which was on numbers which weren't great but well i think it was kind of buried but the first thing i want to say is i think it's fucking hilarious how many uh journalists former refs and fighters are getting so upset about it so let's start with sports illustrated here's what they said uh ufc had it right with mma but a slap fighting league delegitimizes the whole operation and validates old criticism wrong-headed as it might have been that the organizers were always just building a business based on bloodlust listen bitch there's nothing wrong with bloodlust okay that's what i say now let's move on to chris cyborg she says this that's not a sport nevada won't approve bare knuckle boxing but approve this spectacle uh uh Okay, so that's kind of weird, but my question is, can we get moose knuckle boxing? (laughs) Maybe that'll get approved. Uh, And then John McCarthy criticizes the NSAC for power slap approval, says they are regulating sanctioned brain trauma. Okay. And then over to Ariel Hawani. That's that sport. Shame on DBS. Shame on Nevada. Shame on anybody covering it. The sky is falling. Ah, (laughs) Oh, my God. So, like, with all that criticism, before I talk about rules and my feedback and all that nonsense, what do you have to say about all this? It's weird. Well, the, as I was saying, the viewership is pretty average, 295K, nothing crazy, nothing great. It's just so-so. And I did watch some a couple of the highlights. Like, they're all over Twitter. Uh, I'm sure you can find them. I, I'm I'm confused by how my my emotions to it i gotta say i'm i'm not as as sensationalized and and hyperbolic is so bad like it's terrible but i'm also like i'm not sure i should be liking this because it seems like it's irresponsible in some way you, <laughs> i think you had the video of like last week the guy with the giant was that i think was, yeah that was a different league but yeah, similar similar right so and, and these basically people are getting knocked out constantly and they're not getting paid anything i just uh yeah there's a UFC vet, Eric Spicely, says that he was offered to fight on this thing, and they're offering like two two thousand to show and two thousand to win type to get basically KO'd. Like I, I don't, I don't know. And but I mean, like, it's just where's, where's one slap potentially. 
but where's the skill? Like, oh, there's the skill? skill because I saw some people that don't know how to fucking hit somebody. Yeah. Like you got to get your whole body into it. So maybe let me go into the rules a little bit because uh, first off, you have to tell the ref like what hand you're going to strike with. And then you have to tell them also like what count are you going to go with? Because everyone wants to line up the slap. So that's like one, two. Okay, I'm going to go on three. So you have to tell the ref right hand on three so he knows and then once you tell him that you have 30 seconds to deliver a slap after that the guy you've slapped or woman they have 30 seconds to recover and you also you got to keep both of your feet on the ground at all times while you're doing the slap um the person that's receiving the slap they have i don't know why why they have to do this but they have to hold both their hands and i saw like the woman was holding a towel behind her back and other people are holding the fun noodle behind the back i don't know is that supposed to help you as you go down but that was kind of weird and just looking at it so there's a table between the two slappers so there's a big advantage if you if you're tall and you have a big reach because you can easily reach over that table but the small guys i saw were having like oh fuck i can barely reach you and if you have to leave both feet on the ground big disadvantage i don't know why the table has to be between them it just seems like an awkward piece that doesn't need to be there so you ha- you can't lift any foot no both it's, feet on the ground so it's all in the in the rotation yep. rotation like, like the like the drum in uh, karate kid like, yeah because i saw one guy who kind of like dipped down and was coming up with like an uppercut slap like so he was generating more power from like a almost in a squat position to come up with the slap. So there's different, there's techniques involved. It just depends. And uh, there's also three rounds so you can win by a decision. So it goes back and forth. They can also call a foul. So if you lead with the, the palm or your wrist, that's a foul and you'll lose a point, I believe. And then the biggest thing is there's a coin flip to see who goes first, because if you go first, massive advantage massive advantage because if you just ko the other person uh it's over they don't even get the retort <laughs> man You're like i just came and got fucking ko'd like it's bullshit so for mm. me i i thought it, the the thing i enjoyed the most what i thought was fun to watch is just the reaction after the slap so it looks like people are just wasted out of their mind, like drunk, like, and then, you you know, trying to get their shit back together to deliver their slap as a retort. And they're also running it like the ultimate fighter show. So you're slapping your way to get into the house. So I don't know how that's going to work when you have all these slappers in there. They're going to be slapping each other. All the yeah. Time. Slapping the <laughs> shit out of each other. Yeah. And I think that was funny too. Cause one guy said, you know, I'm here to slap the shit out of people. And on the first slap he took, he got fucking KO'd. <laughs> so I guess he's not slapping his shit on people. But I think I'm safe to give a little taste of this because Power Slap yeah, tw- tweeted out one. And the two females, I guess, was an exhibition. So because it was mostly men. And uh, I'm going to play with a little volume here because. Oh, yeah. Fucking brain. I saw this. Is that considered not in KO'd? No. You get 30 seconds and then... Oh. Then they're like, grab her, grab her. So... Damn. Apparently the woman that KO'd that other chick is going to be one of the coaches on the show. She looks way bigger than the other one. Yeah, I don't know if the, what the weight classes are. I, I missed the beginning, so I didn't get the full intro. So I had to kind of piece everything together. And I didn't have my dvr set up to record that yet i'm like fuck so i don't think if if i'm missing it i don't think they promoted it efficiently because i think they were a little bit scared with all the dana white shit so they kind of suppressed some of the advertising for it Mm -hmm. to see like maybe we shouldn't promote this super heavy you know so i think they lost some viewership based on all the shit that happened prior to that so yeah, I just wonder about the brain damage aspect, you know, but it's that's my concern. I mean, I think it's valid, but um, 
Who gives a shit? <laughs> Let's just have fun. Let's slap the shit out of people. Let's fucking let's party, man. What are we doing? Let's just have fun. Let's mm-hmm. slap people. I don't know. I want to see UFC fighters in there because I like I was saying, I saw some people that don't know how to fucking hit someone. Like there's a there's just a general motion, regardless of if you're slapping or punching. And some people didn't know what the fuck they're doing. Didn't get anybody just like like a like I'm slapping my woman or something like, like yeah just no like power a, like, a like wrist wrists all in the wrists yeah slap mm-hmm. like what are you doing <laughs> like drive that fucker I know you can't lift your foot off but wind that fucker up I should be like fucking like over here but you know way back and then crank across that bitch Ugh. yeah I'm undecided on this. Hmm. Because you can't, you can't avoid damage. That's my, that's my problem with it. There's no way to, um, unless you win the coin flip every time and knock everybody out. There's no way to right. avoid damage. No, no. That's the part that concerns me. Because you're gonna take damage no matter what. Like the one. Yeah, it's like won. you gotta have a chin and you have to have your own KO power. So it's like it's a double-edged sword. Is it good mm-hmm. for your health? Probably not. But is alcohol good for your health? Is anal sex good for your health? Probably. Probably. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Where's Chuck Norris when you need him? I don't know. Probably power slapping his way into the championship. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Where's Bruce Lee? What's Bruce uh, Lee think about this? Where's Chuck Norris? I don't know. I'm going to remain open on this subject. I can't, I can't stomach if these fuckers are going to go into a house and do all that nonsense i'm just here for people to slap each other i don't need like all the build up Mm. i'm more curious to see how do they handle the slap and what was the technique i don't know i i'm cautiously optimistic about how this is gonna go but Mm. again like what is the right amount to pay someone to slap the shit out of someone because technically you're only either taking three slaps or delivering three slaps maximum Mm -hmm. What's that worth? Uh, ten thousand per slap for the champion. So three, I'd, I'd say thirty grand. Maybe, maybe it needs to be like a prize thing. I don't know how it would work best, but two, two grand. I don't know. Just it yeah, and that's like just matter. that's just one guy saying that. So I don't know yeah. if that's real. If everyone's being offered that, so yeah. you know, good point. Good point. Fair enough. We'll have to see. It's uh, to me, it's probably again. I hate uh show and win stuff just call it 10 grand like it's 10 grand mm-hmm. and then if you're the champ you get more or something have your own sponsors i don't know yeah. it was just weird because there was like no audience and i it just felt like more of a test run of something that they were going to do which is odd because even when they were doing the ultimate fighter show and had the fights like there's people there when they had the actual fight. So I don't understand, but again, this might just be the lead up of these guys are slapping the shit out of each other to get into the house. And then we're going to have like all the house fights and then you have the best of the best. And then we're going to have a, a live event with an actual crowd there. Cause it was just, I think that's what made it a little more eerie and a little more awkward was that you didn't have the crowd there. Yeah. And I don't, but- I don't know how it works with the crowd. I feel like it needs to be in like a coliseum, like you know, old Something. school. Some people in like you know, what do you call those things? And have, yes. Tunics, a tunic, a toga, togas. Yeah. Okay. Togas. And then have lions and tigers like roaming, roaming around. around. Yeah, Fuck yeah, yeah. Just uh, random. And if they attack you, that's on you. That's right. <laughs> you shouldn't dress like that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you shouldn't dress in a fucking toga because they're yeah. gonna fucking come after you. <laughs> toga, toga. <laughs> <clears throat> Fuck yeah. So anyway, what else is going on? Well, I was going to say, speaking of slapping, uh, Mr. Tyson Fury sending a little slap across the way over to Francis Ngannou, and he says, uh, I know you're out of contract with the UFC. You want to earn some big boy money? Come see the Gypsy King, and let's do a big, big fight for the baddest motherfucker on the planet. Let's kick it up spicy in a cage, four-ounce gloves under Queensbury rules. Don't know what that is. It's just regular boxing. Okay. And have a badass referee like Iron Mike Tyson 
did I just sell that to the world? Question mark. What do you think about that? You like that idea? I do. My my question is who the fuck's gonna win? Because if you take a boxer and you put him in that that's like basically doing bare knuckle boxing. I don't like the boxer's chances. We've seen this. Uh who's that one guy, Paulie Malanaji or whatever the fuck that guy's Walnuts. name. He went into bare knuckle boxing and got his shit fucking handed to him because yes. it's way different. I'm like, this makes it so much more fair for Nagano to win. And if I'm Nagano, I fucking take this in a heartbeat. In yeah. a fucking heartbeat. You're telling me you're going to let me box you in four-ounce gloves? That's like, that's what I do, motherfucker. And and I think this levels the sport out because, yeah, Nagano still has to process at a slower rate versus Fury, but the four-ounce gloves is such a big advantage yeah. for Nagano. And yeah. being in the cage, it just makes mm. him feel at home. So I, I think Nagano wins that. And at the very least, he makes tens of millions of dollars because yeah, everyone's going to want to fucking see that because it's I'd a little that. bit different, a little bit more fair. And Mike Tyson is a ref. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Can he not be high or on mushrooms? <laughs> That's the question. I love it. Yeah. I, th- I say let's run it up the flagpole and let's make it happen, people. Yeah, let's do it. And then while we're on Nganu, Chris Cyborg tweeted this one out. She says, "Hey, congrats, Francis Nganu, on making it to the list." And here's all the articles of he didn't want to fight. Dana White claims Dustin Poirier, and Dana White claims John Jones doesn't want to fight. Dana White, Nick Diaz doesn't want to fight. Dana White, GSP doesn't want to fight. Tyron Woodley responds to Dana White's claim. He doesn't want to fight. White on Askren, he doesn't want to fight. <laughs> Nate Diaz, Dana White says Nate Diaz doesn't want to fight. Shogun wants nothing to do with Glover. Jorge Masvidal doesn't want to fight. Jose Aldo, refusing to fight Anthony Pettis. Dana White, I don't blame Cyborg for not wanting to fight. <laughs> Dana White, Overeem wants nothing to do with JDS. So everyone doesn't want to fight. That's what the fucking <laughs> the fighters don't want to fight. That's yeah. What, that's, that's no, the they want to get paid. I think that was what we clearly established before. And uh, they like their money. Just pointing out that's his classic line, right? Mm-hmm. Anyway, what else? <laughs> well, one fight night had a little uh, fight, and I'm curious to your take on this leg. I don't know if you saw this. This there's a little leg lock action going on, and I'm I'm just wondering at what point do you think you would have tapped? Just right curious. there, like as right soon as that? it's locked in, I'm out. Uh yeah, well he's not he's just not interested no, he's in tapping. fucking retarded. <laughs> so uh lots of damage there on that uh exchange. I think some things were ripped and or permanently. So I mean yeah, I want to say it was an ACL, an MCL, a meniscus, no, uh oh, every I, ACL I, broken ankle, um torn ACL, MCL, meniscus, and a broken ankle. Official recovery listed as 12 to 16 months because he just was too tough for his own good i don't know no this is stupid leg locks and then again that's why in jujitsu at what level can you even train those is it blue belt or purple like i don't even remember before you can even start fucking like oh no, you're not sparring. blue belt i think purple. it's pur- purple or brown even like yeah. no leg locks because yeah because there's a just... reason why because you don't want uh people that don't know what the fuck they're doing getting a hold of your ankle and retching it yeah it's caution <laughs> like as soon as that shit's locked in you should tap early and tap often because what what do you win by not tapping there nothing uh, a lifetime of physical therapy he's <laughs> pretty stupid subscription to fucking endless medical bills uh yeah i mean i get it if it's like a choke because nothing bad's gonna happen from not tapping to a choke you just go to sleep but mm-hmm. any, any submission where you're not gonna get out that that's a breaker especially when it comes to the knee and it's getting reaped mm-hmm. and raped like fuck that man yep. tap yep we don't want any raping or reaping no it, bad it's bad across the board uh saw a little interview with john jones mm-hmm. it, he had to say this uh things are much different uh than my last fight some three years ago mma feels fun to me again 
obviously with being out for three years and a new division, there's a lot of questions that caused me to stay up long nights, but it keeps me sharp. That's something I felt I didn't have at lightweight towards the end. Just felt like another day at the office. This doesn't feel like another day at the office. This feels very different. The nerves, anxiety, it's all back. And I do good when I'm under pressure. And then he also said, I'm guaranteeing the fans at least two more fights. So Whoa. Oh, fuck. over the course of the next five years. Yeah, apparently <laughs> 17 okay. more years. I probably fight. Okay. I don't know, twice. So that's a long way of saying he's nervous, which is good. Yes. You want to have some nerves, I think. Yeah. And what he's I'm just paraphrasing what you just said, it got too easy for him so he yeah. was trying to make it harder so think about when he was fighting uh gustison right he's like i didn't trade i'm just doing fucking blow and oh, yeah and then had an epic war with him and then tells dc i was on so much blow and hookers when i fought you and i still whooped your ass so it just got to the point where it just became easy and then he's unmotivated but he's still an unmotivated John is still good enough to beat fucking everybody out there. It's just not as impressive. So now hearing him say this shit, like, Oh, I got the feels again. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> like some, some shit's going to happen, man. I was, I was concerned. I still think it's a tough fight, but if he's approaching this the right way, could be good. And it's, it's also weird too, because think about when he first started super creative, right? Yeah, very creative. And then it's almost like I don't know if it was Jackson's MMA that kind of muted him down fight to fight to fight, but he just less spinning shit, less takedowns, less grounded pound, less elbows. Mm -hmm. So I hope he incorporates some of that back. And he should if he's training with like if Henry Cejudo, I think is his head coach now. He's training with him. So maybe we're going back to wrestling. The weird thing was, I think he was on Twitter or Instagram asking for heavyweights to come out and spar and train with him. So that's a little concerning because he doesn't, he does, he's not going to have top quality competition to train with. And that, that can be a big issue. Yeah. I'm looking back at his record and and trying to figure out like your point of where, where did the change happen? I feel like the Gustafson fight is markedly the point where all of a sudden we're decision, 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 decision. Mm no contest overturned the Cormier thing. Um, he did KO Gustafson, but then decision, decision, decisions prior to that, you had son, the son and KO. You had a Sakilak submission against Vitor. He decision Rashad, but that was, that was a good fight. Um, Leoto where he dropped them. Remember that? Yeah. He like, choked him out like, and dropped them off later, dude. He submitted yeah. rampage. He knocked out Shogun submitted Ryan Bader, Matt Yushenko KO'd him. Brandon Vera KO'd him. We had Matt Habel, who was beating the living shit out of him until the 12 6 elbow, right? Yeah. So undefeated. It's, it's the Gustafson fight. Something happened. I don't know. I don't know what happened there, but that's the mark where all of a sudden it's five round decisions. Well, I think that's way. where you got the taste of I did no training and beat this motherfucker. Like, where's my challenge? Right. You know? So there you go. he's got a challenge. So. I expect him to be back. It's just three years is a long fucking time to be mm-hmm. out. So we'll see what else is happening. Uh, <clears throat> just was reading that uh, yeah, Luke Rockhold announcing free agency. He says he wants to oh, go yeah. fuck, fuck some people up. He's free oh, and clear. I'm going to go fuck. <laughs> and, uh, and he's <laughs> ready, to, ready and re-inspired to go out there and do something new. Um, so I don't know. He's He's trying to figure out what he's going to do. So I'm, I wonder where he's going to land. I don't know. Bare knuckle boxing? Gay porn. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Bare knuckle gay porn? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, maybe. Oh, wow. Half fucking, half knuckling, whatever. Oh, whatever quite the Moose knuckling. I don't yes. Know. Uh, I'll pull this one up. Weird stat. This will make you feel old. So pull this. This is from Spinning Backfist. So after Shogun, who was... Retirement on Saturday, there are now only 10 fighters left on the roster that debuted before UFC 100. Andre Arlovsky, I can't believe he's still fucking fighting. 
Robbie Lawler, mm-hmm. Nick Diaz, Ed Herman. I, I thought he was done. And they have Joe Lowe's on. I thought he was done. Clay Guida, Matt Brown, John Jones, Jim Miller, and Rafael Dos Anjos. Like, that's insane. That's shrinking. And I yep. feel like Lawler, Arlovsky. Well, it's like the whole yes. one, two, three, four. They're all like a fight or two away from retirement. From retirement. Yeah. You know, I, I think the, the one that'll go the longest is probably RDA. RDA, uh, maybe John, depending upon how heavyweight goes. Yeah. And then Jim's kind of on in this weird resurgence too. So, mm-hmm. but fuck. Yeah. Now I feel old. <laughs> it's okay. You're not that old. Not that old. Uh, what else? Uh, I don't know if we showed this before. I think it's something like maybe you did, but even if we did, I would like to see it again. But sure, speaking of power slapping, did you see the uh, power slap ass slapping? Well, we've seen version of this, but I'm I can support wherever we go with this. Yeah, so I mean, so awesome. These I, I I this is this I can get behind, like literally, like hey, you know what I'm saying? Like I just, I mean, she yeah, really, I feel like that it should be bare ass though. Oh, I do like seeing the handprints though from the chalk. Yeah, maybe that's part of the ruling. I don't know, but I like your. And they're in high yeah. heels. <laughs> that's they, they need, they need cool. to be in sneakers i think to get more yeah. power and bikinis i think i, I want to see bikinis thongs yeah because i want to see the the red hand on the ass like the big slap mark i like it so it's all about let's do a little kale of the week mm-hmm. this one's an oldie but goodie i know we've seen it before this is the old KO oh, orgasm. That was, that was a bad one. We need to do where are they now on that guy. It's Seriously? Like, <laughs> He's he got doing? his catcher's helmet on, and, uh, you know, eating all my food with a spork. Mm-hmm. Uh, a little tweet of the week. Oh, shit. <laughs> this is an interesting one. So let's see. This is Liam X. He says, what if John's leg snaps? Because <laughs> there's a picture of Weidman, Conor McGregor, Anderson Silva, and John Jones. Three of the four have had horrific leg breaks. Hmm. That's a good point. That'd be very scary if that happens. That's and I point. didn't do it. It was that guy. That yeah. that one You're out. not taking on the karmic. No, <laughs> oh, I want uh, no part of that one. I don't wish that for John. I would. I. I don't know. I'm actually rooting for him this time. We're gonna see. Yeah, we'll see. He's turning. Yeah. He's cleaning his life up. He's found Jesus. Man. And then uh, the other tweet of the week. This one's good. This is as shopped as it gets. Uh, when she tells you not to come. Do not come. Do not come. I'm coming. <laughs> I'm coming. <laughs> Do not come. Do not come. Okay. I love it. That's epic. I'm coming. I'm coming. It's so aggressive. God damn. How many times do you think he did that before he got the final version? I don't know. He's Viking. I love that shit. It's pretty crazy. Uh, what else is going on? That's all I got for news. All right. Uh, let's check in on Katrina Lehner. Oh, okay. Gotta, okay. gotta just check in on ladies sometimes. She's uh, wondering, you like the colors? She's got, uh, I, I like those rainbow socks. Those are They're pretty, pretty nice. fucking cool, man. I agree. They Something cool. about that. And OnlyFans. Sue Lyle, ask the nuts. I'm ready. As I scroll back through i think we got everything okay uh chuck liddell said he would take the jake paul fight if they offered him enough money who wins is it boxing yeah boxing jake paul yeah i think you're right i hate to i say mean that. if they go with those like three ounce gloves or whatever i give chuck a chance four ounce gloves yeah or four ounce gloves yeah sorry. yeah i'm in mm-hmm. all right mm-hmm. and uh, then... otherwise no no i don't think so Here's a Jay Petri says his idea for full metal dojo. These are the guys that do the fight circus with all the crazy fights. It said Francis Ngano, Royal Rumble, every 90 seconds, an opponent enters the ring to face him. If he doesn't get through them fast enough, more come to fight him and only him. 
So let's see how far he gets allowing ring outs and knockouts. So how far do you think he could get? Like how many guys do you think he could go through if every 90 seconds they brought someone in? And I guess it would depend on weight class. Cause <clears throat> I would like it to even be like every 60 seconds, but start with like pie weights, like one twenty fives, and just let him fucking tee off harder as you go. Yeah. And then amp it up. So then bring a, a 135, 45, 55, 70, 85, 90 until he's uh, at heavyweights. But, or you just do like all a heavyweight in that, in that scenario. I don't think he'll make it. I think, he, no. I think, I think yeah. he might shut it down at light heavyweight or even middleweight. Yeah. Cause he's going to get tired. Yeah. Like probably three and a half minutes in. Yeah. Regardless of who he's fighting with. And then once he starts getting two, three guys, you're fucked. But I would like to watch. I, I like unique shit. Like, let's do this. Hell yeah. Let's see what else is out there. Uh uh, this is uh Josh Barnett. He's I don't know where the, my question was, but maybe I'll figure it out once I read his tweet. So he says, How ridiculous is it that state athletic commissions will sanction slap fighting, but not pride rules? And legit, and then in parentheses, not the weird total time allowed in one night, one night tournaments. MMA at large should change to 10 minute first rounds. Do you think that is a good idea? 10 minute first? Yeah. Like there's a couple of things, but I think I like the 10 minute first rounds because I think, I think fights could get decided in that first 10 minutes more, sure. more because I think that that's a long time. So it's so long like five <laughs> minutes is long and then yeah, you told someone you're gonna do a 10 minute first round I'm like fuck you man i don't want 10 minutes this is the devil you're the devil man yeah uh you got knowledge uh yeah i just watched something on netflix a couple episodes of it. it's called breakpoint okay it's, a, it's about uh tennis and i'm not a big tennis fan but it's about these athletes and the tournaments in tennis um you know, like the the pressure that these people are under, and they, they call them grand slams. So, and they have some young guys on there that you know, it's, it's an interest. It's shot well, and I think it's entertaining. So, if you like sports type stuff, mm -hmm. you want to see a different sport like at its height. That's a good one called Breakpoint. I liked it. Highly nice. recommend. I tried to watch uh, HBO as The Last of Us. Couldn't get into it. So slow. I got high as fuck too and tried. I'm like, <laughs> it was so nice. slow. Like I can't. I I, I had to stop because I knew what they were doing. Because I knew something was gonna happen with one of the characters. I don't want to spoil it, but I'm like I I know this roadmap, but Jesus Christ, is it slow? Like you gotta you can't like lack of action i don't know how long i watched but i'm like I, I i gotta be done there's no fucking action there's just too much blah 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 blah. get into the fucking meat and get some killing done so yeah out on that what else oh i just started playing a, a little bit of an older game for the xbox it's an assassin's creed valhalla where oh, yeah. you're a fucking viking i heard that I'm, was good i'm enjoying it I, I think I was psyched about it to come out and then I forgot to play it. <laughs> ah. And then I just saw, I'm like, Oh, it's only like 20 bucks. So I just downloaded it. And then it's got some kind of, it's not went from uh, whatever the other, the Witcher, the Witcher, yeah. Witcher three, but it's got some other dice game that you play and then you steal like a thing that helps you in the next games that you play. Similar to that, but you're rolling dice and then you can go on raids against like a different settlement. So you'll, you roll up in your boat and then you and a bunch of other Vikings get out and just fuck up a village. <laughs> like, I like this action. That That's my fun. kind of yeah. game. So it's like the cool like, that. double sword axe things. Yeah. You can do that preserve. and pick yeah. up moves and it, it's still a little challenging because I'm still early in it, but then it also has that if you want to be stealthy assassin's creed thing you can mm -hmm. stealth around and assassinate that doesn't seem as big of the game as it was in other assassin creeds this just feels more like you're a goddamn viking get your axe and shield or you can dual wield or just you know use a very big axe and fuck people up so 
Like I'm digging it. And typically I don't like the dialogue of games where I'm just like, fuck off. Let me kill people. But I'm actually uh, enjoying a little bit of the dialogue. Yeah. Which is odd for me, but um, pretty cool for a $20 game. Yeah. Yeah. I've always liked those games. My, I think the last one I played, they were like in Italy or something. And it was like, you know, that, and you, you could, yeah, I think yeah, the series is really cool. Like you just—it's yeah, fun. Didn't they have a thing. pirate one? I swear I played a pirate one. I think so. I that think was right. pretty good too. Yeah, I mean, it feels like the series is pretty solid across the board, and mm-hmm. uh, there might be some other downloads for it. But I'm gonna check those out and then okay, close it out on a couple shirts. So. Oh, this lady's got a I fuck loud as hell. If you don't like it, get out of this <laughs> Michael's the Arson Craft Store. <laughs> She looks like she fucks loud. Oh, wow, that's pretty funny. And uh, I think oh, I got, got more. one more. I think I got one more. To how, how, do you, how do you trump that? <laughs> well, I, I just imagine this lady wearing this shirt. So my body is a machine that turns dicks into sucked dicks. So wow, that's what it's all about. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> Keeping it classy. That's that, what I try to do. Oh, Put man. that in at the end. You um, gotta that, slide it in. Just okay. the tip, Ingo. Right. Just the tip. On that note, yes. we're gonna be sliding out with this week's edition of MMA Nuts. My name's Ingo Weigel. Matt Groot, thanks for playing.